Welcome to the Pursue Your Potential podcast. I'm your host, Taylor Lakin. In this show, you'll hear solo episodes from myself, as well as interviews with women and men who are community leaders, entrepreneurs, coaches, athletes, and more. We will dive into their stories and provide you with actionable advice that will help and support you on your mission to pursue your potential. This podcast will be a place where you can tune in and learn what is needed to thrive mentally, physically, emotionally, and spiritually throughout the different levels of growth in your life. I have a client who just started dating a guy. She describes him as someone who's really fit, takes great care of himself. He eats clean, has a cheat meal every once in a while, has a six pack, goes to the gym every day, all the things. You can say he's pretty serious about health and fitness and he's made it his lifestyle. She then talks about him a little bit more and the date and it ends up with her saying she probably won't continue to date him because that's not how she lives her life. It's pretty intimidating. She can't relate to it, all the things. And that's all I'm going to say about her and her dating life. But I want to use this as a segue into a topic that I've really been wanting to talk about. And that is when you are around people that are doing quote unquote better than you at something and it really highlights where you might be struggling, do you run away from this or do you run to it? Does it push you away? Does it make you judge them? Or does it inspire you and make you want to be around them more and do better and all the things? I think that this is really important to, to go over. And if you've experienced any of these things, whether you're on the receiving or the, the giving end of this, I want to, you to really take a few minutes while you're listening to this brief episode to ask yourself if you're on the side that runs from it or if you're on the side that runs to it. If you're on the side that runs from it, is there some work that needs to be done there that you would like to do? Maybe you wouldn't like to do the work, but maybe you want to make the change. So I'm going to use a personal example real quick. And then I'm also going to use a few more client examples because I think real life examples help paint a great picture and it's more relatable. So any of my clients that might be listening to this where I use your example, I love you. (laughs) And so let's dive in. I'm not going to go into my example too much because I have talked about it on previous podcasts, but I will say a little bit for anyone who hasn't heard it. So back in 2019, I did the 75 hard challenge. I started it. I did not complete it. I had a few restarts and it got to the point where I was like, screw this. I, that's not how I live my life. You don't just restart when you mess up. Like you, you get to just pick up where you left off. Right. And so I had a really hard time with that because Here's Taylor, the, the fitness quote-unquote expert, <laughs> who's done four bodybuilding shows, four preps, and has not only made fitness a huge part of her life as her own personal journey, but she's a coach too and helps other people with this. So I did this with my husband, and after a few silly restarts, I decided to quit. When I decided to quit, he decided to continue on. And a big part of that was me quitting inspired him to keep going. Because like I said, I'm the one that's always been that person, the the one who's more serious, I guess, about the health and fitness stuff. And so during that process, while I was really excited and proud of him, it had me questioning my identity and it really showed me where I was slacking. And that got kind of hard for a brief moment where I'm like, oh, 
I've competed. I, I've, I've done hard things and I can't do this. And so that was really eye-opening for me to be on that opposite end because I've always been, again, the one that's more serious and he's, he goes to the gym and he eats healthy and all the things, but I'm way more serious about it, I guess we could say. And so in 2020, we decided to do it again because, you know, 2020 was a shit show year and we really wanted to push ourselves and, and we were both in a big slump. I made a declaration saying, you know what, I'm going to complete this in one try, no restarts. And I did it. And I was really proud of myself. Will I do it again? I don't know. I get like that itch to do it. But it's just so hard. If there weren't the restarts, you know, if you do something wrong or miss something, then you have to restart. I think I would do it a lot more because I do like a lot of pieces of it. Anyway, that's not what this is about. So that was really eye-opening for me because that was the first time where someone's fitness journey really had me questioning my own because I was struggling. I was. And so where I'm going with this is, are you someone who, when someone is somewhat doing better than you or if they're doing something that holds up a mirror to what you could do better, do you run away from them and and avoid that and avoid doing the work that you're being shown that you need to do? Or do you see where you need to do the work, you're inspired, and maybe run to them? Because while I'm just giving a random example here, and this has nothing to do with my client, if I was in that situation, my thought would be like, hell yeah, I love that you're so into this. That'll help me stay on top of things too. And that's how I would really look at it. And I do that with different areas in my life. And so I want to, as someone who does that, hopefully encourage you if you are someone who runs away from that and kind of runs to people that fit more the level that you're at with your health and fitness and and your habits and all of that. I want you to really think about this just for a few minutes. Just give me a few more minutes of your time. This won't be a long episode. So one of my thoughts with the situation, again, this isn't just about her. I'm using this example. What if she then decides not to date him and she continues to date and finds a guy who does fit more so with her habits, you know, her eating whatever she wants and not really caring about her diet and only going to the gym every once in a while and not saying that anything's wrong with that. What I'm saying is this, let's say that she's not happy with the way things are. She's not happy with her body. She wants to lose body fat. She really wants to work on those things, but she hasn't committed to those things, right? And in this particular situation, this client of mine, and and I can use this example, she is someone who's just a training client of mine. So I write up her programs. I help her with her workouts. I have no influence on her nutrition because a big part of that is she's not ready to commit to that. She wants to do things the way that she's doing it, and that's great. So I do know that the nutrition part and and wanting to see some things happen with, you know, body fat is a goal for her. So maybe she's seeing that highlight from that guy that really loves the gym and eats clean and all these things. And she's saying, well, I'm not ready for all that and I can't be that. So I can't date you. So then she would maybe date a guy who, you know, doesn't go to the gym all the time, eats whatever he wants whatever, whatever example you want to use. And she'll be more comfortable with that person because he's not holding up a mirror to all the things that she might need to work on. 
And again, I have to keep saying this because I don't want to make it sound like I'm talking about that specific client, but I'm just painting a picture from my perspective of what that could look like. I have another client who was talking about how her husband recently got more serious about going to the gym and she's wanting to lose a significant amount of weight. And she is also inspired. She's using him getting more in shape and and taking his journey more serious as inspiration and motivation to get her shit together because she's kind of like, well, you know, he's doing better and I can't be, you know, slacking over here. So that's another example on the ex- on the opposite end where her husband is the one that is saying, hey, you know what, I'm going to get in better shape. I'm going to lose this unwanted weight. And she's like, okay, hey, I'm going to do that too. <clears throat> now, this is something that he didn't just inspire in her alone. She was kind of already working on things and then he was doing his own thing as well. So I thought that was really cool because our partners should in my opinion, be a motivation for us as, hey, you're in great shape, you're staying in great shape, you're eating healthy. I want to do that too, because I know that it will be good for me. I'm not in any way saying that, you know, if people have more, when I'm talking about this, I'm thinking of good habits that help you be healthy, live your life better, be more comfortable in your body, and live a better quality life versus Habits that might take away from the quality of your life might make you feel or be unhealthy and have health problems. You know, they're really habits that hold you back. So habits help you pursue your potential versus habits that hold hold you back. And so I have a lot of examples of this where I'm working with a client who is in a relationship where they have someone in their life where maybe since I work with a lot of women, their partner is a male and they know that their partner loses weight really quickly and easily. I hear this all the time from my clients is, you know, my my husband just eliminated beer and soda and a couple of other things, eating out less, and he's lost 15 pounds and looks amazing. And here I am trying really hard to like track my food and do these things and I've only lost a pound, right? Maybe you've said that, maybe you've heard it, maybe you've experienced it. And so that's something that I really want you to just think about. I've also heard, you know, the opposite of that where my client is the one kicking ass and doing great, losing weight, looks amazing. And she's kind of complaining about her husband who is eating quote unquote like garbage and has gained a lot of weight and she's just like no I'm here trying to live my life and and be healthy and all these things and not only is he not doing that but he tries to encourage me to make poor choices and it's really hard on me so there's a lot of ways that 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 can go and maybe me speaking on these examples can bring up something for you that you've experienced in your own life and I want you to think about that if, if there's people in your life who, quote unquote, are doing better and maybe their, their business is doing really well, their relationship's going really well, we all know that there are haters on those things. When people are doing really well, there are a lot of haters. And what I'm saying is, are you one of them? Are you someone who is hating on people for having an excellent physique and it's making you feel bad about yours? And so you don't want anything to do with them because in their presence, you feel bad. 
Or what about people that are doing really financially and you're struggling? Do you hate on them because they're doing better? And maybe we will take away the being a hater part and just say what we were saying at the beginning of this episode is, do you run away from it or do you run towards it? Oftentimes people like to hang out with people that are on the same level as them. People that are doing really, really well like to hang out with people that are doing really well because it's great to be around people like that because hopefully they're positive, they're encouraging, they inspire you, and it's nice to be around that. And then on the flip side, a lot of people like to be around people that, you know, the whole saying of misery loves company where people are really struggling and they want to be around people that are kind of on that same vibe because they can talk about their struggles together. No one is making someone feel bad about where they are just by doing all these other things, right? And so I want to leave you with this. If you can see where I'm going with all of these examples and trying to encourage you in this process, on the Pursue Your Potential podcast, My goal is to help inspire you along your journey and bring up topics that get you thinking to help you pursue your potential in life, physically, mentally, spiritually, and emotionally. And I want you to think on that because this might be something you might not be very conscious of and you might not realize that you're running away from people that are, let's talk about fitness. It could be anything, but let's just... (laughs) keep this neat and tidy, right? If you have a friend who's in great shape and it's hard to be around them because you're not happy with where you're at and you're working on that, I totally can understand that. And of course you can do whatever you want. I just want to recommend that you look at them through a different lens and see them as an inspiration and motivation for your own journey and be around more people like that. Because like I said, You're going to either be around more people that inspire you, move you, motivate you, help hold up this mirror to say, you know, they're not saying it. It's this mirror that's being created through the work that they're doing, saying, hey, this is the work that you need to do. You, when you're around your friends who drink as much as you do, and probably it might be a lot, and then you're around someone that says no to alcohol you might be faced with the fact that maybe you drink too often. Maybe you drink too much, right? It's just an example. If you are around people that don't work out, that don't take care of their bodies, don't eat well, you're not going to notice your struggles as much. You you probably will. I feel like we all do recognize that more often than not. And I, I say that knowing that a lot of people might not be aware of how things are really going because I've realized that a lot of the clients that I've worked with over the years have said, you know, I don't know when things got so bad. I just woke up one day and I was 40 pounds overweight. I just woke up one day and realized I didn't recognize my body. And so they're ready to take that on. So there's a period of time where maybe they're spending time alone or with other people where their habits just coincided and they weren't pushing them in a positive direction. But then you go and hang out with people that track their calories and they eat their vegetables and they prioritize protein and they go to the gym every day. And it helps you see like that's where you need to be. And the last thing that I want to say with this is please don't hate people for that. 
Um, I've been on the receiving end where I've had people, you know, as I'm pursuing my potential and my journey, and I've done podcasts on this where I talk about the light side and the dark side of pursuing your potential. I've had people just be kind of rude to me for the fact that I am out trying to do my best in the world. And they take that as I think I'm better than other people, which I don't understand that. (laughs) It's like, I don't think I'm better than anyone. I'm minding my own business, trying to succeed in life use my body in a nice way that I enjoy, you know, so why is that a problem? But I've heard it multiple times in my life and it's really frustrating. So, and maybe you've experienced that as well, whether that's with your body, whether that's with your finances, whether that's with, you know, being a really kick-ass mom or dad or anything like that. You just realize that people get really judgmental about that and it doesn't feel good No one is trying to be better than, they're just trying to live their lives. And if you are someone who gets really frustrated with people because they're doing great and you are seeing this mirror and it's saying, hey, you've got work to do, lean into that. Let that say, hey, you've got work to do, do it. And then you won't feel that way anymore. You'll be so grateful that you did the work because if you're feeling that kind of way, and, and you know what, you might be someone who you're around those fit people and it does nothing to you. It doesn't make you feel bad about yourself. Maybe you're happy for them, but it doesn't change the way that you feel about yourself. And then good, that's, this conversation's not for you. But if you are someone who in the presence of people who are quote unquote doing better than you, it's time to look at that and see the work that needs to be done. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you have a wonderful day and I'll talk to you again soon. Bye.